0: to be in the house of the Lord this evening, our Wednesday Bible study evening. We come together to just worship the Lord and give Him praise and have some time for Bible study and see what the Lord has for us this evening. So it truly is blessed to be here in this midweek service. I know uh, it, for me and I'm sure for the rest of y'all too, you enjoy being able to come to the house of the Lord on Wednesday midweek, receive, give Lord praise and receive something as well. But it doesn't take very long being out there in the world and you feel the drain on you. You're ready to come get come ready to come back to the house of the Lord. So we're gonna open up with special prayer requests this evening. And so we'll take those this time that Emon has a special spoken need this this evening. All right.
1: Yes. Mhm. Oh. Okay. Right. Mhm. Oh, uh, you don't remember him in place. Anybody else with a special this Unspoken requests.
0: Let's all stand this evening, go to the Lord in prayer, and let's just pray for each and every one that, that's here amongst us tonight. Those watching by live stream, let's let's pray for them. I know we all need a touch from the Lord. You know, midweek, like I said. And let's, so let's just go to the Lord in prayer and lift up these uh, spoken requests, unspoken, and just have the ask the Lord to have His way in every situation. Heavenly Father, we just come to you this evening. We give you praise and glory. We thank you for keeping us this week so far. We thank you for your hand upon us. and Lord, you know every need, every spoken request, unspoken request. You know everything that is going on in our lives. And we give to you right now to handle in your mighty way. Let your perfect will be done in every situation. Give comfort to those who need comfort tonight. Strength to those who need strength in their body tonight. Heavenly Father, Lord, you are everything that we need. Everything that we receive comes from you. Hallelujah. So we just praise you for it right now. We thank you for it right now, for what you've already done. Hallelujah. We just worship you and glorify your mighty name in the mighty name of Jesus. Let everyone say amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise as Sister Kessie comes to lead worship tonight. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. The circumstance in our life that we're going through, there's always a praise that we need to do for Jesus to praise Him. You know, a situation, a circumstance that come that comes about. Uh, I know, uh, like I assume, if I do it, everybody else does it too. <laughs> Naturally, you think about it. You 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 meditate on it. You ponder on it. You're trying to think. Of, you know what? What's the situation? What's the way out? What's going to happen? What's going to transpire? And especially if it's not anything you're looking forward to, it just begins to begin to be a drain on you, and it, it kind of pulls you down, and you can kind of get down and out about it. Wow. And you know, and then in the times like that when it's like I've been meditating on whatever for a long, I, I, if I ain't just clicks and dawns on I me, mean, I get the spirit within me said, so you know, it's time to let it go. Let the Lord have his way. Just praise him. And so I just begin to lift the praise to him. Because he's worthy. Because number one, he's gonna give me strength to get through the situation. He's gonna he's gonna encourage me. And as I just begin to praise him and give him glory, even though I don't necessarily feel like it, even though I don't necessarily want to. If I just begin to praise Him and glorify Him, then I begin to be uplifted because He he just begins to work on me and and move me and change my countenance. And I'm so thankful today that I can praise Him because He alone is worthy. He alone gives me strength. All right, And in those situations, that's when clarity comes and He he works it out. He gives you a scripture of some sort. He works it out. The Lord works it out every time. And so never, ever... uh, Forget or give up to give praise to Jesus. Even in those times when you really don't feel like it, praise him anyway. Praise him out there Hallelujah. in your home. Praise him. Hallelujah. We'll make just a couple announcements uh, this evening. Tomorrow is the last day of November, November 30th, Friday be the first. So we are will be into December. And so uh, December the 2nd is on Saturday. Ladies Christmas party is going to be there at 2 p.m on Saturday, and so that's the first thing coming up, the very first weekend in December, and so all ladies will be gathered for that this Saturday, and then on Sunday will be the first Sunday of the month, and so everybody at home, uh, remember that uh, Sunday will be Mission Sunday, Missionary Offering will receive on the first Sunday of the month, so remember that coming up, then um, on the week from today, Wednesday be the 6th. We'll have our monthly prayer meeting. So next Wednesday, uh, we won't have our Bible study. We will have prayer meeting here, 7 p.m. Corporate prayer, and have our we start out with our devotion, uh, and we'll do that. And then we have some uh, focused prayer for a few moments, and then we have special prayer requests taken. And the Lord works uh, mightily in these prayer meetings that we're having. And and also, while we're talking about prayer and prayer meeting. On Sunday morning, we are meeting before Sunday school uh, at 9:30. uh, The fellowship hall is opened up for anyone who wants to go in there and spend some time in prayer. And like Pastor has mentioned before, we're noticing uh, a uh, a move of the Spirit uh, in our worship services uh, these Sundays as we begin to do this, and so. Um, please don't forget about that. I know it takes a little bit extra motivation and time, but um, it is very worth it. It just gets us uh, in our mindset in the right place and, and to seek the Lord because I don't know about y'all, but I want to see and feel and uh, be a part of a mightier move of God. I know that he's got greater things in store and I want to be a part of it and I want to be have myself in that, the place and mindset that I'm allowing him to use me. Uh, So um, that's what these prayer meetings help do. And so let's remember these things coming up. Also next week, on the 6th, 7th, and 8th, up at Cross Point in Franklin, Kentucky, uh, (coughs) there's going to be RISE services called RISE Kentucky. This is what uh, originated and started out from Missouri. Brother Flannery and uh, Brother Baldridge began this, and uh, they came here last year. And uh, so they're coming back. They were invited back to Cross Point. They're going to be hosting that. So that'll be uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Of course, we're still going to have our uh, prayer meeting on Wednesday. But Thursday and Friday, uh, if you have time and and are available to make it up there to Cross Point, you will be mightily blessed in the Lord to be in those morning and evening services. Um, And so uh, don't forget that. that That'll be next week as well. I believe that is. All the announcements right now. Uh, don't forget if y'all haven't uh, picked up your daily bread, uh, December and January, February, the winter months is out there. We have the daily bread. So don't forget that if you haven't picked up your daily devotion. Praise the Lord. At this time, we're going to uh, see if anyone has a testimony. We want to stand and give praise to the Lord. You never know what a uh, great testimony might help someone else. So we want to have a testimony they want to stand and give praise to Jesus this evening. Praise the Lord. Yes, sir.
1: Yes, amen. Amen. Right.
0: Yes, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's very much what we have to do. Just claim it and speak it. Praise God. Yes, sir. The Lord. One other one to stand. anybody else? Anybody wants to testify? All righty. At this time, we will uh, ask the blessing upon our Wednesday night offering. Uh, y'all know how we do that. Just bring your offering up here to the front and place it in the plate. And greet one another in the Lord. Be nice to everybody, Sister Kessie. <laughs> praise the Lord. Everyone, yeah, that corner over there, <laughs> Sister Cassidy. Sometimes you gotta watch her on Wednesday. You gotta praise the Lord. We we'll ask the blessing upon the offering is the heavenly Father. We thank you uh, for this service, Lord. We thank you for your presence, Lord, and you truly are worthy to be praised. And, As we receive this offering for this evening, Lord, just bless the gift and the giver and bless uh, what it goes for, Heavenly Father. Let all praise and glory always come back to your name, for without you we have nothing. You are everything that we have, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let everyone say, God bless you as you give tonight.
2: Well, this world is not my home, I'm just passing through. Treasures are laid up somewhere home, blessed Jesus, then, Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me from heaven's open door.
1: God's good. And all the time,
3: praise the Lord. Let's give him a good hand clap tonight, all right. <laughs> the last time we were here, we began a study uh out of the book of First John, and um from that um we are talking about seven fruits that display the new birth. Now, we need to complete this tonight, and if anybody don't have a copy uh, of that, maybe you got a copy the last time, and maybe you don't have it with you tonight. I've got a few that's still left here. Uh, If anybody would like to get a copy, and um, so you won't be
1: lost in what we're doing uh, this evening. If you'll remember, if you remember when we started
3: out, we were talking about John the Baptist as he was preaching in the wilderness and baptizing people in the river of Jordan, that there was a group of people came to him desiring to be baptized, and uh John told him, he says, uh, you need to bring forth fruit, meat for repentance. And uh in other words, you gotta show me something, you gotta display to me something to let me know you've repented before I'm gonna baptize you. And uh, that is very important, and God expects us all to to bring forth fruit, and in the book of first John. Uh, as we go through there, there are seven fruits that display the new birth uh If somebody has truly been born again, they're going to display these fruits i mean uh it's uh, you you know and if these fruits are not being displayed in your life, then I'm sorry uh somebody lied to you or you lied to yourself, you haven't truly been born again. And that uh, may be tight, but it's right. Amen. If we have been really born again, there's going to be fruits that people's going to see in our life uh, that's going to verify that. And we covered uh, part of these uh, seven fruits. Uh, and I'm going to read down through what we talked about. The first one was, those who are born of God keep His commandments. Amen. Uh, you cannot be born of God and live any kind of way you want to live. I know that's the, the way of modern uh, religion today, but uh, uh, if you have really been born of God, there's going to be a change in your life. Those who are in Christ Jesus, Paul said, are what a new creature creation. Amen. There, uh, there's, 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 there's been a change made. So those who are born of God keep His commandments. The second one is those who are born of God walk as Christ walked, and um, that means that. We lived the way Jesus lived. And we brought out how Jesus lived or how he walked. He walked with humility. He walked in prayer. And he walked with forgiveness. Amen. Um, It's really heartbreaking to me when I hear a born-again believer make the statement, I can't never forgive so-and-so. That's, if you have been born of God and you don't get that unforgiveness out, uh, that that new creation in you is going to die, fade away. Uh, we've got to be able to forgive. Whether or not they ask you to forgive you, uh, uh, forgive them or not, you still got to forgive. Jesus uh, plainly lived that, preached that, taught that, and so did his apostles after him. And the matter of fact, the Bible says if you want to be forgiven, you got to forgive. The Bible says if you want for God to give you mercy, you got to give mercy. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. Amen. So, those who are born of God walk as Christ walked. The third one, those who are born of God has love and not hate for everyone. We cannot hate uh, and be born of God. Now, I brought this out in my lesson the last time that there's a difference between loving somebody and liking somebody. <laughs> Amen. The Bible says I got to love you. The Bible says you got to love me, but that don't mean you got to like. <laughs> Amen. Uh, uh, I, I mean, it, and it goes the same thing for forgiveness. If 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 you and you and I get into a business partnership. And I cheat you, deliberately cheat you. Uh, well, you're going to have to forgive me, but that don't, but that don't mean you ever have to go in business with me again. Amen. I mean, how many knows that God is pra- is a practical God? Amen. And uh, I mean, these are principles, folks, that we need to learn uh, and establish uh, in, in our life. Hallelujah. Amen. But uh, those who are born of God, they got love for everybody and and uh, and, uh, and not hate for everybody. So let's go on the back side of our page. And this is what we finished with the last time, the fourth fruit. Those who are born of God dissolves a love for the world. Uh, I never... I don't. I don't think uh, he, he would mind me uh, saying this because he's given a testimony before. But um, I never will forget uh, Brother Douglas uh, a few years back. Uh, the first time he went to Evansville, Indiana, for, for a conference or a meeting, and everything he told me that's the first time he uh, that, uh, that he had been to Evansville, not to gamble. <laughs> You know, they, they got the casinos there and the gambling and all that stuff. That used to be a part of his life. Probably something he got some enjoyment out of. I mean, you don't do something that you don't get enjoyment out of. and uh, But see, that goes back to that change that God makes in your life. And that uh, if you're born of God, the love of the world is going to dissolve away. Amen. Just like Brother Carl Angle told those those Barker guys that time. Uh, they, uh he told he said, If you if you come to God and get baptized in Judas' name and fear with the Holy Ghost, you can you can do what you want to do. You've heard me tell this story about him. He used to tell it himself over over the other building when he'd come come preach for us. And that group of guys came in, that revival he was holding somewhere up in West Virginia. They had these were men, but the hair—the hair was down to their waist and come in. And they, uh, well, one of them told him after service that, uh, you know, he said, "Well, we like what you're what you're preaching, and we, uh, and we like what we feel. But uh, if we uh, if we take this route, we can't do what we've always done." He told me, "He said, if you get saved, and really born again, you can do what you want to do." And uh, a year later, um, he went back to the same church beholding another revival. And he was looking for those guys, and um, they didn't seem to be in the house. And he asked the pastor, you know, what about them guys? He said, oh, yeah. they." He said, they've become great members. And he started pointing them out and everything. And after service, that same guy came to him and told him, he says, you kind of deceived me a little bit, preach. He said, what do you mean? He said, you told me I could continue loving what I always love and doing what I always do. He said, but when God got a hold of me, I didn't like it no more. (laughs) So those who are born of God, they dissolve a love of the world. So let's go to number five um, and um, talk a little bit about this. Those who are born of God possess the Spirit of God. Now, this 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 is another fruit of a changed life. This is a fruit of somebody being born again. Those who are born of God possess the Spirit of God. And our Scripture found in First John chapter four, verse thirteen. For the benefit of you are watching online and don't have this handout. It says, by this we know that we abide in him and he is in us because he has given us of his spirit. See, that's what Brother Paul said a while ago when he was testifying. You don't have to worry about him being over here over yonder. He's right here. And the way he's right here is through the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Uh, he don't come and go. When he, once, once he comes, he abides. He abides. Uh, I'll give you another illustration. Back in my younger days when I was still a teenager and uh, just starting out preaching, man, I thought I would have to build myself up to get the anointing to fall on me. I mean, man, I would just, you know, and I, I, every time I see a younger man starting out with God, And they all—they're always just <clears throat> burning, burning up. You know, uh, I remember how I used to be. <clears throat> and I thought I'd have to build myself up for God to anoint me. Till finally, I guess God got tired of all that, and finally told me. He said, "Boy." He said, when I, oh, when, I, when I called you to preach, I gave you the anointing then, and it ain't never left. Glory. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I don't have to worry about pumping and prizing and building up. The anointing goes with me everywhere I go. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, and that's that's what we're talking about. Uh those who are born of God possess the Spirit of God. And Romans, I know we're getting out of 1 John here, but Romans 8 and 9 says, Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. Mm. Wow. That's some pretty tough stuff right there. We've got to realize that the new birth is a spiritual birth. It is the point of conception where new life begins. Amen. A spiritual baptism which unites us with God and to the body of Christ. See, it's through the Spirit of God that we are linked together as the family of God. Amen. It's a spiritual uh, birth. It's not. It's not physical. It's spiritual. See, Nicodemus, he kept thinking in the natural. He said, "How can a man uh, go back to his mother's womb and be born when he's old?" You know, he 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 couldn't get out of the natural realm. <clears throat> but this is a spiritual thing, Amen. And it changes us from the inside out. And also another scripture that's not in 1 John but uh, that goes good with this, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 13 says, for in one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one Spirit, hallelujah. Glory to God. By one spirit, we were baptized into one body. So those who are born of God possess the spirit of God. And because you possess that spirit, uh, you've got authority in Jesus. You've got authority in Jesus you it's it's all right to call somebody else to to help you pray for something uh if you're going through a battle or whatever, but you need to know that if you've got the spirit of God in you, you've got authority you got authority to speak things hallelujah that is that is a major key. That's the major key that's helped me over the past two or three years through even physical sickness that's how I've been able to overcome certain things because i have been i've been I've been learning who I am in Jesus and the authority that I have in him That's one reason why God gave me the seven daily declar- uh declarations that we that we order uh, declare each and every day of our life, because there's power in the spoken word. If you Holy Ghost filled, do you know you can speak something to an existence that ain't there? Jesus calls things as though that are not as though they are, and if Jesus is in you, <coughs> you can do the same thing. Hallelujah! We live far below. Uh, our standards and authority. Hallelujah. Amen in the Lord. And if we speak these things and let them be a part of our lives. Hallelujah. Sometimes I'll quote I, I it while I'm still on my knees praying or sometimes I'll wait, but I, I, I love making those declarations. Hallelujah. Amen. And declare it every day. That has worked a change. Amen. And uh in uh, a lot of things, folks, and the, some of these things may seem foolish to some folks, but but that's all right. They're not going to receive the blessing that you're gonna receive if you make it a daily part of your life. I will walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Somebody talked about about uh, about faith in the testimony tonight. I'm I declare and decree that I will walk by faith and not by sight, hallelujah, amen. And um, I declare and decree that I'm under the favor and protection of God. I make that declaration, devil. I'm under the favor of God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody, you walk up to somebody in the mall or in Walmart and ask, how you doing? Tell them I'm blessed and highly favored. Glory to God, hallelujah. I live under, under the protection of God. I've gone through some physical things this week. That when I went to the doctor, they they really wore me out and told me I, I better um, I, I let myself run out of some of the diabetic medicine. I'm still dealing with diabetes, and uh, uh, I um, uh, I run out of prescriptions uh, for it right there in the middle of the Thanksgiving holiday, and a bad time for that to happen when you got all that food there, you know. Uh, and uh, I mean, boy, my sugar just kept shooting up, shooting up, higher and higher. And I began to check on things in there, and they told me this too. When I finally made it back to the uh, to the doctor yesterday, he said your sugar was at the point that your kidneys could have shut down. And uh, they even gave me some medicine that I'm taking now for a few days. Uh, uh, to make sure my kidneys and everything's gonna gonna be all right because my sugar, I mean, it went it went through the roof because I ran out of some of my medication. But um, because I'm under the favor and protection of God, I relied on Him to protect me. Hallelujah! And because I'm under the favor and protection of God, no weapon formed against me will prosper. That's physical and natural and spiritual. Hallelujah. Amen. Get mad at the devil when you've got a sickness you're dealing with or something. Because it's not, it's not a sickness, a weapon. It's not from God. It's from the devil. Right. All sickness is from the devil. I don't know why I'm getting off on this. I'm just being led by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. No weapon formed against me will prosper. And then they all go together. But I will prosper and be in good health, even as my soul prospers. Hallelujah! Glory to God, man! Mm, hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. All right, I better, I better, I better move on. Now, I'm going to turn this into preaching here in a minute. Number six: Those who are born of God will practice righteousness. Amen. This is a fruit. This is a fruit that you will bear if you have been born uh, uh, from above. 1 John chapter 2 and verse 29. If you know that he is righteous, you may be sure that some people who practices righteousness has been born of him. You don't say some
1: people, does it?
3: It don't say those who just want to. It says everyone. Everyone who practices righteousness has been born of God. See, it's it's the Lord and being born of God that helps you live right and do right. This simply means practicing right living. That's what we're talking about. When we talk about practicing righteousness, right living, right thinking, and overall right walking, hallelujah, amen. Some people that are spend their time blaming the devil for some problems, it may not be the devil at all. It maybe you need to quit the stinking thinking. Maybe you're not thinking right. Have you ever noticed how some people, they always talk in the negative?
1: They expect the baddest thing to happen. Amen. But as,
3: as Brother Flannery says, you've got to get your thinking right. You've got to get your thinking straight. And all that goes on with what I've all been talking about tonight. Hallelujah. So those who are born of God, Will practice righteousness. And then the seventh one those who are born of God is an overcomer. Learn this. I don't know of any Christian, I don't know of any believer who's not had the feeling or word whether or not they would overcome or not. Sometimes when everything is going wrong and, and you're being hit from every side and everything, uh, the devil whisper in your ear and say, well, you just ain't going to be able to overcome. You ain't going to be able to make it. Why don't you just give up? But think of this promise. If the devil tries to tell you that, you tell him, well, I know I was born of God. I know I was born again. I've repented. I've been baptized in his name. I have his spirit abiding within me. So I am going to be an overcomer. It ain't something you need to worry about. Hallelujah. Uh, I think Ronnie used this scripture Sunday. Uh, The Bible says that he is the author and the finisher of our faith. See, it was God who started salvation in my life. It wasn't me; it was God. Because I didn't choose Him, He chose me. That's Bible.
1: And if it was God who started it, it's God who's going to finish it. Hallelujah! Because
3: I got this old fleshly nature that wars against God. Amen. But uh, he is the author; he's the originator of my faith, and he's going to be the completer of it. First John chapter five, verse four: Everyone, there's that word "everyone" again. Who has been born of God overcomes the world. Believe what the Bible says, folks. Amen. Look at your neighbor right now, and you, I know it. it well, we're taught it's, uh, it's bad manners to point, but point at your neighbor and say, you are an overcomer. Hallelujah. Brother Paul said, even you, Sister Marjorie.
1: <laughs> Hallelujah.
3: Hallelujah. Everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is a victory that has overcome the world, our faith. That's it. That's why our faith is so important. That's why the devil tries to attack our faith. Because our faith is, is what gives us the victory. The last scripture in this lesson, 1 John chapter 2 and verse 13, as you see, we've kind of gone all through 1 John in this study. Excuse me. He says, I am writing to you, fathers, because you know him who was from the beginning. I am writing to you, young man, because you have overcome the evil one. You have. Now, I admit I made some pretty low grades in English when I was in school. But I did learn that when it said you have overcome, I remember that that's past tense. Hmm? Some of us waste time fighting battles that's already been won. Who won the victory? Jesus won the victory. When he came out of that grave on the third day, hallelujah. Somebody said, Well, why why didn't they roll the stone away? They didn't, the angels didn't roll the stone away so Jesus could get out. They rolled the stone away so the apostles could get in and see he wasn't there no more. Amen. Did not he just appear in out of mid-air and in, in, in some of the rooms that they was in? So he didn't need that stone rolled away to get out of that tomb. He rolled the stone away, had the had them angels roll the stone away so the others would get in. And look at here. He's, he's not here. He's risen. Hallelujah. So because you have overcome the world, uh, overcome the evil one, excuse me, I write to you, children, because you know the Father. So Seven fruits that display the new birth, and I knew I was going to finish this early tonight. So I want to take the rest, of just a few minutes that we got. We made an investment, and uh, I, I seen it because I seen these was on sale uh, at. Uh, a great percentage all from uh White Steeple Book Company. And uh so we purchased a whole case of them. And I'm gonna ask Brother Douglas here to, to give pass one of these out to everybody. These are not books that you will have to purchase. This is different than the book that we have um, on the welcome desk about uh, um, the uh, uh, the bread and all all of that. Uh, we've had some people use some of these all already,
1: and I want us as a church body this
3: coming year, 2024. I want you to really get serious about souls. People who don't know the Lord. Do you know what God's number one priority is?
1: The number one priority of God is souls. Jesus died for souls.
3: The Bible says God's not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. I've been, I have been looking over home Bible studies, and that's what these little booklets have been printed for. People home to do home Bible studies. And I want everybody, and we're going to pass these out to the rest of the congregation. I want you to get familiar with this little book. And I want you to ask God to help you. You might say, well, I just don't know enough about the scripture. If you've got this little book and you you lead somebody through this book, you don't have to know a lot of scripture yourself. It's already here. It's written in here, and somebody says, "Well, you know, I'm. Um, I um i do not know if I can um, talk to a stranger or, so, or whatever about this. Start out with your family members, and um, invite them over to your house. Have have some coffee and some donuts or whatever. Just a Relaxed um, thing and take them through this. If you've got family members to see saved, and
1: take them through this, and God will bless your efforts.
3: This is one of the best things that I personally has ever have ever seen regarding this if you will turn to page 25 i don't have a lot of time left but i want to just show you something it takes you through the scriptures that shows you where you can lead somebody else on the importance of really being Born again. On page 25 of this book, it says the necessity of baptism. And it gives you a whole list of scriptures that talk about the necessity of... That's important because do you know that the majority of churches today tell their people that you don't have to be baptized to be saved? That's false doctrine, folks. It's false doctrine. Water baptism, it's a
1: necessary part. And then baptism by immersion. Uh, There
3: was some visitors, went to a Methodist church one time, and I think it was a uh, a visiting speaker that wasn't normally speaking at a Methodist church and there was, there was a gold cup up there filled with water well, he thought it was for him so he picks it up and drinks one of the dickens over here says there goes our baptism tonight because <laughs> they take that and they use a sprinkle but the Bible teaches That we need to be fully immersed. Amen. When somebody dies, you don't take take their body to the cemetery and just sprinkle a little dirt on them. They gotta be covered
1: up. Amen. And repentance is the is the death. Mm -hmm.
3: Baptism is the burial. The Bible says we are buried with him through baptism, immersion. It's got the scriptures on that. Then it talks about on the next page, 26, the purpose of baptism. And then the baptismal formula. And folks, that's one thing. And this book is recorded not to hurt somebody's feelings or get them upset, but it brings it in such a way to let them know that God everything is important, to God, God's got it to be done a certain way. Uh
1: there,
3: you got to baptize not in a title,
1: but in the name. Amen. Uh father is a title
3: that uh, that I gained when this thing over here was born. Boy, you've been worked
1: on the nine, ain't you? <laughs> I became I become a father. But if I sit down and write out a check
3: to you for 500 dollars and down there at the signature, I write father. That check ain't going to be no good. Because even though I'm a father, I got a name. A name shows identification. Amen. I was already a son. Son is a title. Hallelujah. Amen. And that ain't a title that I decided I wanted on my own, God decided I was going to be a son. Hallelujah. Amen. I've, I've 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 had to fill out forms here lately. Asked asked ask you gender, and uh, they got on there now: a male, female, other. What do you choose? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, hallelujah. But uh, baptismal formula, the necessity of the Holy Ghost, promise of the Holy Ghost, purpose of the Holy Ghost. So. I want you to take these with you and begin to go through them, and it's not very much, a total of 28 pages. Let it become second nature to you and and pray that God will allow you to be used to start doing home Bible studies. I told, when I told the church a couple, two or three Sundays ago about purchasing these, the Pentecostal church that these come from in Alexander, Louisiana, when they started doing this, the first year they started doing it, they baptized over 500 new people in one year in Jesus' name. People were calling. The pastor said, Pastor, meet me over the church. I was talking to somebody down at the grocery store, and they're ready to be re-baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, if you don't believe that that rebaptism is important, if you ain't been baptized in the name, read the 19th chapter of the book of Acts. Paul ran upon 12 men who had already been baptized. And he said, uh, did you receive the Holy Ghost when you believed? He said, we ain't never heard about the Holy Ghost. We don't know anything about it. Paul said, "What, what then were you baptized? They said, under John's baptism. He said, John taught to be baptized under repentance, to believe on him that was coming after, which is Jesus Christ. So what did Paul do? He took these 12 men that already was going out doing works for God and he rebaptized. And baptism is not important. Why did Paul waste his time and their time in the rebaptizing? Ain't nobody been getting to answer me that question yet. Hallelujah. But uh, when you, uh, uh, I've got something, anytime you got something lined up, come to me, let me know. And I will give you uh, another copy or two if you're uh, having a Bible study with a husband and wife or you need two copies or whatever, come to us and let us know and we'll give them and we're not charging anything. The church is paid the cost. It, uh, it's coming out of our Sunday school department. And uh, let's see what we can do, amen, to win some souls this coming year, all right? Let's all stand together. Heavenly Father, we come tonight. We thank you and praise you, Lord, for each and every one that's come and assembled tonight. Thank you for those watching online. Take everybody, Lord, keep them safe on the road as they head home. Watch over us until it's time to meet again. And everything's accomplished. We give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Let everybody say, God bless you. Ladies, remember, you've got your party coming up Saturday. And the rest of you we will see on
1: Sunday, Lord willing.